You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, Smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks so much for making us part of your day, as well as part of your due diligence as you look for small and micro-cap stocks to add to your watch list and portfolio. And to that end, we are speaking with, once again, Cannabis Global Incorporated, traded under the ticker symbol CBGL. We're lucky enough to be joined by the CEO of the company, Armin Tabataba E. Armin, how are you today? Good morning. How are you doing, Stuart? I'm up quite well and I'm really excited to be back on the show and having an interview with you. Well, it's great to have you and we appreciate the opportunity to also interact with your shareholders. And we've been emailed over the past few months a lot of questions. And we, as you know, listeners and shareholders, we did do an audio update with Armin not too long ago, uh, March 28th. But now we're doing another one. And this one's going to be sort of centered around the questions that we've received from your shareholders. So I know they're going to appreciate you taking time to directly address their questions. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And I think this is a very good I mean, opportunity to have this communication with shareholders, investors, and everybody in between. Really appreciate it. You bet. Now, we know the landscape for cannabis uh, and CBD and hemp, all the, all the above, has been, it's been interesting to navigate for companies. And the first question we're going to jump into is pretty broad, but I think it's a great starting point. It says, what are the challenges facing the company right now? Uh, that's actually a good question. So, and I'll be very happy to kind of expand on it. Um, as of right now, our main challenge is managing growth, and um, you know I think that's a good of a problem to have in in this business right now. Um, we're growing very quickly, and we're caught between financing the business growth, hiring adequate personnel, managing the distribution channel, and you know of course the regulatory environment that is inherent to the cannabis industry. Um, of course, a lot of this has to do with the financing um, aspect of it. Uh, we've been fortunate to receive adequate financing thus far, but in a nutshell, I would tell you this story. Our biggest challenge is to manage the growth relative to raising capital so we can ensure that we can meet our goals. Well, very good. Let's talk about what we're doing right now. The question is, will you be increasing communication to shareholders via more interviews, CEO letters to shareholders, or are there any upcoming shareholder meetings? You know, I'm very glad that this question came up. Um, you know, I, I very firm believer that um, transparency and communication is huge. And, um, you know, obviously it won't be easy, but let me tell you that we've learned from the past and, that's why, you know, we, we will make sure, I will make sure that we increase um, our communication with the shareholders. We're always interested in improving, you know, our shareholders' communications. And, um, of course, I will definitely make sure that we sort of get these interviews with you that where I answer questions from the shareholders on a bit of a more pattern structure, maybe once every two weeks or three weeks as, as time allows to to make that you know we're very interested in doing more interviews uh, and communicate with our shareholders in any shape or form possible excellent next question is debt restructure looks good but what else can be done to eliminate future dilution 
Oh, yeah. You know, we've been fortunate to restructure the debt with the one longer-term instrument that uh, got handled um, a few weeks ago. But, um, you know, there has been some dilution. Unfortunately, that's the price to pay to raise capital for small companies in, in micro-cap OTC. Um, however, the really good news is that our business is improving rapidly, as you know, we have been um, sort of updating everybody on it. Sales are growing. Products are going out the door. But with this success, usually comes a cheaper cost of capital, okay, which will reduce dilution going forward. That's a very important factor. But we got to make sure that we are on our growth path and we hit our goals. Overall, uh, however, we've been able to raise the money we need, but with growth, increasing the capital need will still continue. CBGL seems stronger than many around it, yet all seem to be struggling in the market in 2022. And I know what they mean. They're referring to the cannabis <laughs> sector. But yeah. any thoughts on to why there's such a struggle going on? I think, Stuart, you make an astute point. Um, you know, there is a little bit of a bloodbath happening right now in the cannabis sector, as you may know. And um, a lot of companies are being washed out of the market, unfortunately. Well, while this has been happening, uh, we experienced uh, an uptick in growth. Uh, we attribute this to the proper market segmentation primarily that uh, we, we took upon. Um, we're not going out trying to compete directly with the big brands out there, but rather fighting the niche businesses where we can move into without excessive cost. And that was just a strategic move and decision that we made internally. So for example, we're doing really well with our moderately priced cannabis flower brand. It's a high quality product as an attractive price targeted at about 40% of the consumers who we think they are the regular users. But you know, they're also not besides being regular users, but they also look for true value in the product that they consume. So, um, and recently, as you may know, we are uh, making a big push into the solventless extract space. Uh, we installed our laboratory and um, we are processing our own extracts, and that's creating some price vertical integration for us. We're very excited about it because the solventless space as a competition is not as intense yet. And over the next year, you will continue to see us move into these niche areas that are being underserved by the marketplace. And that's where we're really trying to target. Well, this is a tough question because I know there's a lot that goes into this. And I know that it happens to a lot of public companies. But why was the recent queue filed late? Okay, yeah, I can explain that. The CBGL fiscal year ends August 31st. And that's very different from almost majority of other companies, which are December 31st. So that by itself, it, it's, it's different Q filing times and different K filing times. That particular quarter that you're referring to was being closed during the tax season, especially in 2022. And um, that's when the majority of the accountants auditors are in full gear for their tax clients. So we had to work around their schedule, but uh, fortunately we were able to make the automatic five-day extension and still file within the allotted time frames. So, you know, I mean, we're very proud of that. And, um, you know, we've been very consistent filers since the management team took over the company a few years ago. So, you know, it's a big commitment to remain fully compliant and fully audited, but uh, one that we have made and continue to uphold. 
Well, let's talk a little bit about the focus. Uh, There's recent news out, so let me give you that dateline. Listeners, May 3rd, 2022. Here's the headline. Cannabis Global commences fresh frozen supply contract with Sugar Made Incorporated. For those that don't know, that's another public company traded under the ticker symbol SGMD. And the question is, is the focus for CBGL changing with the recent news with SugarMade? Um, no, not at all, actually. Um, you know, as I said before, we're making a big push into the solventless extract market. We're currently paying between, um, I think, about $75 to $180 for fresh frozen material to feed into our laboratory. Our agreement with SureMate locks in 25,000 pounds for us at $28 a pound. Okay. So just imagine, this will allow us to either wholesale that into the marketplace or process the material ourselves to create vertical integration. So this is directly in line with our chosen strategy we just mentioned a few minutes ago. We're very comfortable with the cultivators and sugar made as they are very experienced. And um, you know, growing cannabis for the fresh frozen market is different than growing other cannabis types. It, you know, you need to have a specific knowledge and sort of a infrastructure to do that. So we think we've cut a very fantastic deal relative to our fresh frozen cultivation effort. So Armin, moving on to basically the government side of things, and we've been sort of dancing around that, talking about how the market's been impacted. How do you feel about the progress of legalizing all cannabis at the federal level? That's the next question. (laughs) I know that comes up a lot. Um, I'm, I'm going to be quite frank with you and investors and, and shareholders. To be honest, uh, we have mixed feelings about it. I'll explain why. On one hand, legalization will open up the market to more players, which is great. I mean, you welcome competition. On the other hand, uh, it will also open up the market to a lot of well-financed and much larger players who will compete with the smaller players in California, just like us who have worked long and hard to gain market share, going through all the pains of um, growth, whether it's on, on the legal side, on the on the marketing side. And, you know, I mean, uh, overall, we're very excited um, about doing patent portfolio and the possibility of turning that into a national business. So especially relating to our cannabis nanoparticle technologies, which, you know, I think and we believe that it could fundamentally rewrite the cannabis cost equation for the entire industry. And um, having a national market would certainly be beneficial to that part of our business uh, should our patents be issued. Well, speaking of patents, that's a great transition and segue into the next question, which says, can we get an update on all the patent filings? (laughs) Great great timing. So, um, you know, as I said before, we are pretty excited about our patent prospects. Uh, We've been in the close contact with our patent console, who is very experienced in these areas, and we're very lucky to have them. We recently got back some information relative to the potential prior art and conflicts. So, but overall, we feel very comfortable that um, we have areas that are not covered by current patents. And um, unfortunately, COVID has really slowed down the U.S. Patent Office, um, just like many other governmental um, departments, for a few reasons. One uh, is that a lot of the examiners have been out, and secondly, a lot of people filed patents when they had downtime over the past couple of years. But overall, we're staying on it. 
we're very excited about our prospects relative to our electrospray nanoparticle technology that uses all natural ingredients. We should know more over the next few months, um, maybe as little as the next couple of months. But of course, as any updates comes our way, we will definitely update shareholders and investors promptly. Well, thank you, Armin, for your time and your candor in answering these questions. We appreciate you making time, not only for us here at smallcapvoice.com, but on behalf of all of the CBGL shareholders, a big thank you to you. And as you heard, listeners and shareholders, we will be doing this on a more regular basis as well. Please get those questions into us here at smallcapvoice.com, simply info at smallcapvoice.com, or directly to me, the host, S. Smith at smallcapvoice.com. Armin, thank you for your time today. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Good luck on your travels, as I know we're reaching out to you. You're not in the office today. We appreciate you making time for us. I really appreciate you. And again, I, I really enjoy these opportunities to have sort of a, a Q&A with investors. And of course, as you mentioned, um, to all investors and shareholders, feel free to send in their questions. And I'll definitely do my best to make a pattern out of these interviews with you so we can answer the questions um, you know, all at once, I think, is a better idea rather than going one-on-one and we can update everybody all at the same time. Nonetheless, again, I really appreciate your story and uh, I hope you have a great day. All right, you as well. For Armin Taba Taba E, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com. This is a broadcast of smallcapvoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. Smallcapvoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of smallcapvoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.